the manual part absolutely has to happen and the in-person part has to happen, but there's no reason for it to happen if you're able to automate all the other pieces. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Jeremy Marcotte. And today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Amanda Marcotte and she's the owner of Nerdy Girl Solutions. Hi, Amanda. Hey, how's it going? Good. So Amanda is my wife, but she is an expert in putting in place effective systems and processes. So we're going to talk today about that, about implementing systems for your business. We're not going to go into super huge details about it because everybody's business is going to be a little bit different. And we would be here forever. Forever. For hours and days (laughs) and days and hours. So Amanda, let's start there. Who are you and what do you do? So my name is Amanda Marcotte. I am, in fact, Jeremy's wife. And I actually owned a graphic and web design business for about 10 years. So technically, I'm new to the systems, but I'm not. Because what I've noticed is I have implemented systems for pretty much everything in my life and every client that I've ever had in my business. And then I just decided to shift gears and focus on the systems. Because one thing that I realized is every business has a system, whether they realize it or not, whether it sucks a lot or not is irrelevant. (laughs) The fact is every single business has a system. Most businesses have systems that are extremely inefficient and definitely do not work for them, but they keep repeating the same thing over and over. And that by definition is a system. Right. Yes. Okay. So I'm a small shop owner, Mm -hmm. right? And I... I want to own a toy store today. So today I own a toy store and my process is that I come in, I unlock the door, I go check the till, I count the money and then I wait. That's a system, right? (laughs) That is a system. Yes. (laughs) Nailed it. But so it can be a little more, we can go more into depth with that, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say we put an actual system in place to start tracking who comes in, Mm -hmm. start tracking our customers. So now instead of sitting and waiting, I have something to do. I can write emails to these people that I track. So my system then becomes, I come in, I check the till, I sit down at my computer and I start writing about what's happening in my business that Mm -hmm. day, right? And then I send that email out to the people that have come to my store. Mm -hmm. And when they come back in, if they're, or if they're new, I make sure that they're on my mailing list and we keep doing that. And Mm -hmm. that's building a system around what I've already done. Yes. And making it maybe more efficient. It's going to take some more time and some more concentration and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's going to work, right? Yes and no. The problem is, is a lot of people think, okay, I'm just going to start doing this and I'm going to have this checklist that's going to happen every single day. So you're now starting to do all of this manual stuff that, well, I mean, if we're going to be honest, humans have shit fall through the cracks all the time. And Mm -hmm. when you do things manually... Again, crappy system. You still have a system. That's when most things get dropped. That's when contracts forget to get sent. That's when emails forget to get sent. That's when newsletters don't get written, when social media posts don't get purchased or made, or um, you don't talk to even a graphic designer. You don't have anything in place. You're just sort of going day by day because you have this massive epic checklist Mm -hmm. that needs to happen. So just to go with your example with the toy store, the first thing that I would say is, 
There's so many different systems out there. Everything from the very, very, very simple, something that integrates with your Gmail account, which 99% of people have Gmail. And if they don't, they should. Yes, it rules the world, but there's a reason because it's so much easier and so much more efficient when you have something like that, that you don't have to think about, that it just kind of works with everything. Small businesses, especially solo entrepreneurs, businesses that just have like, maybe three to five team members. If you don't utilize these things that are pre-made for you, then you're just kind of reinventing the wheel. Mm -hmm. Now on the flip side of that, they have these actual system programs, which are called CRMs. They're client retention management systems. Those do everything from the onboarding, which is bringing people in and making sure all of the things are taken care of. So they check in, they sign agreements, they pay invoices, on and on and on, and helps them through the entire project from start to end with very little human interaction. Mm -hmm. When I talk about systems to people, a lot of people think that they have to go like these super epic, massive CRMs, and they have to spend hundreds of dollars just to be able to get it to function right. And that's never the case. Honestly, the average person, let's go with the toy store, the average person is able to utilize things that actually work directly in Gmail and something as simple as Asana. And if you've never heard of Asana, Asana is a checklist system on crack. <laughs> it's, it is, it makes things extremely efficient and makes it easy to repeat and to tag different team members. So when you're running a toy store, and I'm going to go with a physical location first because physical locations have a completely different need than service industries or online industries. Mm -hmm. But all of them have the base. You have to make sure you know who your customer is. You have to keep tabs on your customer. You have to follow up with your customer. And you have to make sure that anybody else on your team is able to access all of that information as well. So that A, they're not getting duplicates of all the things. And B they're not getting forgotten, which that is usually what happens Right, is people get forgotten, not on purpose. It's just, you don't have a system. You think you do, but you don't. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So a system, Asana is great, right? Mm -hmm. um, but a system can be a spreadsheet if that's what works for you. It absolutely can. If that honestly works for you and that doesn't make you crazy and everybody's able to understand the spreadsheet that you have and has access to it, sure, a spreadsheet will work. I can tell you from experience that spreadsheets can get really overwhelming, really convoluted, and really messed up quickly. They are not efficient. People think they're efficient because they're so easy to do. They're mm -hmm. also really easy to screw up. They're also really easy to forget about. And they're also really easy to delete very, very important information mm -hmm. and nobody knows where it went. The other thing with spreadsheets is, especially if you have more than one person, if you're a single person, let's switch to the service industry and to online businesses. If you're a solopreneur and you're the only one running the show, sure. A spreadsheet would be really, really great because you know you have to check it. You know when you left all of those notes, you can update it and change it and fix it according to your needs mm. as your business grows. If you have more than two people, 
it's actually a really bad idea to just utilize spreadsheets right? for multiple reasons. And I can actually talk about this uh, from my personal experience. When I had my graphic and web design business, I had a partner who was also my childhood best friend. So she could basically psychically understand all the things that I needed, mm-hmm. but not <laughs> because we're not actually psychic. And when we had everything laid out on the spreadsheet, things got lost. Notes were not updated. There was no reminder of different to-dos that had to happen. There was no way to efficiently communicate about what was going on specifically with that person. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of all over the place. It felt like it was organized, but it was more chaotic than anything. Right. So with that, one of the things that people don't seem to understand is no matter what system you set up, and there's a multitude of things that you could do. For example, there is a company called Streak, like streaking across the street, right? S-T-R-E-A-K. And it integrates directly with Gmail. It sets up uh, things that are called pipelines. So you know exactly when somebody is coming in, when they've emailed you, you can have a to-do list, you can assign it to other people, and it, it lives within Gmail. So you don't go anywhere else. It lives in Gmail, totally free, hmm. unless you want it in enterprise size. But it's totally free for the average person. You can even share it with one other person for free. Then you have Asana, which is also very free, right? It Mm -hmm. has the enterprise that does all these extra things. But the baseline, you can split it up into projects. You can have repeating to-dos. We actually have one for bills. I'm not sure if you're aware of this because I love my systems. I was was wondering where those emails (laughs) were coming from. Okay. So you can set it up as a personal project that things need to be repeated, like bills every single month, the same time, the same thing is paid. And when you check it off, it automatically puts up another to-do for you without you having to manually do it. Asana is also really great for events and for uh, service industry and for things like toy stores. There is actually a toy store in Hillsboro that uses Asana to be able to track their inventory, the events that they want to hold at their space for all of the children, like maker events and science events and all of the festivals that they want to participate in and have booths. Mm -hmm. So they're utilizing Asana, the free version of Asana, to keep all of the extra stuff out of their brain, but also in a capacity that everybody has access and everybody can understand it. And it's very easy to use, but it doesn't matter if you have these simple ones or the high end ones that do all the things. If you don't actually sit down and it's going to take a minimum of two to three days just to get the baseline of your system. If you don't actually sit down and build this system It doesn't matter how much money you're spending or which one you use. It's never going to work ever. And then it's just going to make your life hell. You're going to be more stressed out. And it defeats the purpose of trying to have a system to make your life easier in the first place. And now a quick break. Digital Marketing Masters will be right back. Are you ready to stop grinding and start making an impact? Are you tired of working long hours and not growing your business? Get Matt's new book, Flattening the Hamster Wheel, on Amazon now. Just go to hook2.us slash hamster. That's H-O-O-K-T-O dot U-S forward slash H-A-M-S-T-E-R. So there's a difference between 
systems and task management. Yes. Right? Yes. So task management is exactly that. Let's make a list and let's check down these lists. And mm-hmm. that can be anything from I wrote it down on a piece of paper and literally cross things off. A lot of people do that. Or there's programs that do it as well. Zoho has a very good task management system that mm-hmm. allows you to go through and just check off boxes, mm-hmm. right? But the thing that sticks out the most to me is being able to keep all of your client information in one spot. Yeah, yeah, right? it's a big deal. So if you have interactions with a client, it's there in the system that you mm-hmm. have in place, right? So if you're a business owner and you want to actually kind of get started in getting a system in place, mm-hmm. maybe you're using spreadsheets alongside of to-do lists, alongside of, you know, and things are crazy. You're spending more time working in your business than you are working on your business. Mm-hmm. What is something that could help with the business owner doing these things, getting to where they can work on their business instead of in their business? So there's two things. When I build systems for people and to backtrack just a little bit, like I said, this wasn't actually my main business for 10 years. It was graphic and web design. But I noticed that there were all these massive holes for all of my clients where they were doing all these manual things, the spreadsheets and the emails, trying to forward them to everybody on the team. And like there are CCs of of 15 people and it's just convoluted. I would actually step back. And the very first thing, if you're going to build a system, fall in love with sticky notes. And people think that I'm crazy. You go buy the ones that have four or five colors and you put them into different categories. This is stuff that is for onboarding clients. Everything that you need for every single client comes through. So let's go to a service industry like the graphic design. Mm -hmm. I had a system built where every single client filled in a form that put them into what's called a workflow, which is basically a trigger for all of these other events to happen. And that included sending them an invoice for the project that we were going to be doing, sending them a contract to agree to all of the things that we had decided upon for the project, a calendar so that they could actually get onto my schedule so we could talk about the project, and then a follow-up email to actually tell them what the next steps were. That all happened automatically. I didn't touch that system at all once I built that in. But backing up, I had to build that with sticky notes. So you get five different colors three to five different colors. You have your onboarding process, you have what happens during the project, and you have how to finish the project. Then the other colors could be things like what you need team members to do or extra information that you need from the client that's not every single one. Some clients are bigger, some clients are smaller, some clients have more needs. So if you brain dump all of that out, And you have those three to five main categories and you write down on a single sticky note every single thing. And you take over a window or a wall in your office or in your living room if you're a solopreneur and you actually lay it all out. You're going to see how many steps you've been manually doing and how much time you're actually wasting in your business. And honestly, how much energy you're wasting, because every decision that you have to make Your brain burns calories and it does not like burning calories, which is why most solopreneurs at the end of the day are exhausted because Mm -hmm. they've had to do this manual process of usually 20 to 30 steps without any help. This is all them trying to remember and all the spreadsheets and logging into all the different places. So if you're trying to build a system and really figure out how to be efficient in your business, you start with sticky notes. The next thing that I suggest, there's actually a software that I love. It's one of my all-time favorites. It's called Dubsado. 
and it's D-U-B-S-A-D-O. And it was actually built by a graphic designer who got tired of seeing all these CRMs that didn't fulfill half of the things that she needed them to do. And it's really inexpensive compared to how powerful it is. And what they are really good at is taking all of those sticky notes and helping you build an actual workflow and a system that is automated, that is built on the computer so that as you grow in your business, not only is it easier to grow, but all of those things are taken care of. Sending out your calendar, sending out your contract, sending out your invoices, sending out your, for me, screenshots to people to get approval or getting content when I was building a website. All of those elements are actually built in and it's very intuitive. That's mm-hmm. the other thing is there's five bajillion D different systems that you could purchase, that you could utilize. But if it's not intuitive, and you're not good at building systems, already you're swimming upstream. If it's too expensive for your actual business, then it doesn't make any sense and you're going to close it down anyway because it's an expense that you just can't afford. Mm -hmm. And the other part is if you can't grow with it, meaning if you can't add more people to it without breaking the bank, Again, it defeats the purpose of this system that you set up, which is one of the reasons I love Dubsado because you can also add three people before you have to upgrade the next level. Mm. And the other thing that's really brilliant about it is if this is the first time you're figuring out, okay, it's just total chaos. I have to get the spreadsheets off. I have to get rid of going into Google and all of this stuff. And I have to be able to bring on my admin or my accountant or you know my partner or whatever. You can actually have up to three projects in Dubsado before you have to pay for it. So even if it's your very first experience in trying to build a system, Dubsado is a really good training ground, even if you don't stay with it, because you basically get three clients free while you're figuring all the things out and switching stuff around and moving it into into where it's the most efficient for your business Mm -hmm. before you ever have to spend a dime. Right. Test it. Try before you buy. Yeah, yeah. And there's no time limit. That was profound for me when I stumbled across them years ago because every other place is like, oh, try for 14 days. Well, what I learned as a business owner is... 14 days is not enough time to build A, a system from scratch mm-hmm. and and B, fit it into all of the other stuff that you have going on day to day. Like right. it's just, it didn't make any sense. So the fact that there's no time limit for them is kind of brilliant. So same with Asana. There's no time limit for your free trial or for the free level of Asana for the project management. Mm-hmm. which is the other half. There's two different sides to this. And a lot of people go, oh, okay, well, I've got a CRM. I'm good to go. I don't ever have to do anything else. No, there's a project management system, which is like Asana or Trello is another one. Now let's be very specific here because yes. there are a lot of businesses where a CRM is plenty and Absolutely. that's all they need. Absolutely. Right. So yes. going into Asana and the project management, those are for the service-based industries and maybe not, maybe they're product-based to an extent as well. Yes. But those are the things that are have longer timelines mm-hmm. or more moving parts. Or the same thing over and over and over. Right. Like just again, going with what I know, 
web design, there's very specific things that have to happen with every single website. You have to collect content, you have to get approval, you have to do edits, you have to get images, you have to do branding, like all of these levels. And it's the same thing over and over and over. It's just different designs Mm -hmm. for different people. So you can build templates. It's the other thing people don't understand is even if you go completely bare bones and you just do the spreadsheet and you don't listen to any of the recommendations that I have, just having the spreadsheet with a template is a game changer because then you're not constantly reinventing the wheel. And with that system, or excuse me, that program that I was telling you that integrates with Gmail Streak, it is also free and it has these beautiful things called canned emails. Oh, the beauty of a canned email. Yes. Canned emails are the emails that you send over and over and over again. And the only thing that changes is maybe a date and a name. And that's about it. The information is always exactly the same. The one we send out the most for Hook is, I'm sorry, but we do not remove reviews from Yelp as we are not associated (laughs) with Yelp. If you read our blog, you can find out the steps that we would take to help you remove that review. Uh, we do have a canned email. The only thing we change is the person's name and we push send. Yeah. Because you get that email three, four, five times a week. Mm-hmm. That's if you had to write that every time, you're looking at five to 10 minutes each time, mm-hmm. even if you know exactly what you're going to say. Well, no, let's cut it Let's cut it in half and do the shortcut that a lot of people do. Copy and, and say, paste. Copy and paste. Oh, I've written that. It's over here. You still have at least five minutes because you have to find that file. And then you have to copy it and then you have to paste it. So you're still at at least five minutes. Right. So five minutes, three and four times a week gets, okay. So let's say it's four times a week. Mm -hmm. Make math easy-ish, right? So it's 20 minutes, four weeks a month. That's 80 minutes. It's just over an hour and a half, around an hour and a half of time. Mm -hmm. That's not including the time that you took away from other tasks. That's not including time that it takes you to get back into what you were doing Mm -hmm. before you answered that stupid email. We do not remove Yelp reviews, just so you know. Okay. (laughs) You know, so you're looking at at least an hour and a half of time, an Mm -hmm. hour and a half of time at your shop rate, which should be in the hundreds of dollars an hour Mm -hmm. for billable time. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's a huge amount of money. And what else could you be doing for that hour and a half? There's so many other things that people can do to work in their business instead of on their business. And that's one of those is you're working... Or vice versa. On I always, versus I always in. in is working like doing them. the day-to-day tasks, yes, right? Okay. And on is like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to meet new people. Yes. Okay. See, and I always get those mixed up. <laughs> but <laughs> the one where you're wasting time, where you're doing all the mundane things, that's where even the simplified canned emails, where all you do is you reply, you hit a little button, it pops up and you send. That's five seconds tops. And if you have... I, I've, I've peeked over your shoulder when you're opening some of those emails. Sometimes you guys get 20 of those in a day. Mm-hmm. And so now going with your math, 20 of those times five, that's 100 minutes every day. That's not even per month. That's just every day. It's so inefficient. And then we wonder why we're crazy at the end of the day and why we work 60 and 80 hours a week. 90% of that is because we don't think we're big enough to be able to actually build these systems or it's going to take too much time to actually build the system correctly, Mm -hmm. even at its baseline, like even at the very, very, very foundational piece, one of the best things that you could do is you could install streak into your Gmail 
because a lot of businesses use G Suites, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to pay for the pro version is to actually take time to install streak and then actually line up the way that you want to walk people through. And they have videos. This is, you don't have to re-listen to this podcast 5 million times to hear this. Like they have videos to walk you through it, but actually line up how you want what they call your pipeline, which is the onboarding, the actual interaction, the dismissal. I don't know how to phrase that. Like when you fire your customer. No, no. Well, I mean, you definitely want to have a process for that too, because if a customer is not working with you, the best thing that you could do for your business is actually fire that customer. And people are so afraid to do it, but it frees up so much more time. And if you have a way and a process that's already set up and all you have to do is just push a couple buttons and then it's like, okay, bye Felicia. Like it's, <laughs> you, know, you can move on and start working on, on people that actually are better for your business and better for what you do and your actual ideal customer. I told you graphic design for a decade, man. And I worked on branding and all the things. So <laughs> we could have 15 podcasts for that. Easily. Um, so, so a system, it's not something that you necessarily want to wait for. No, um, no. The, the sooner you can do it, the, the less heartache you'll have in the long run. Yeah. Right. Um, because people waste a lot of time with no systems. And then after they've grown so big, they're like, holy shit, I need to actually do something. And then you have 45 to 500 clients that you're now trying to put into the system. And then that's just a huge time suck in and of itself. And it's, it's crazy. It's hard. Yeah. And it's not necessarily something that you as the business owner want to do. You want to have a hand in it, mm-hmm. but you know, don't spend dollar time on penny jobs. So no. hire somebody to do it. But put a system in place. That's all I really got to say, right? Mm-hmm. Because having a system is going to save you time. It's going to save you money and it's duplicable. So you don't have to be the person behind the system running it no. after it's built. Let's say you've grown enough to where you can hire an assistant. Mm-hmm. Your assistant can run that entire system and you do the hard work that needs your expertise. Mm-hmm. So if you're a graphic and web designer, you don't touch it until it's time for you to design. Mm-hmm. If you're a toy store owner, you don't touch it until it's time to set up a sale, send an email blast, Mm -hmm. get that other information or or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. There are so many different ways to utilize a system. It's just knowing what's right for your business. I actually have two real world examples. Sure. So one of them, I actually worked for a company that they were processing people manually. And the way that this was actually their whole system, which is most people's system, they had one person that was emailing people back and forth. That one person would email these clients, I don't know, six or seven times just to get the foundational information that they had. They took pictures. So they needed sizes, who all was going to be in the picture, like when they wanted it to be scheduled, where the location was going to be. And this was all emailed back and forth, which is kind of normal for most businesses. They assume they have to have that interpersonal connection, right? Mm -hmm. My argument is, yes, you have to have interpersonal connection, but not at that point. That is just wasting everybody's time. So once they would finally get all of that email information, then somebody else would take that and they would put it into a spreadsheet. And that spreadsheet listed off the person's name and their phone number and the date and the location and the sizes and all of the pertinent information, but it was manually put in Mm -hmm. every single time. So 
after that was all done and they would actually get their pictures, then again, somebody else would go through and manually upload all of their pictures and manually email them and manually make sure all of the information was the same and that they were connecting to the right people. Most people listening are going to go, oh yeah, I totally do that. What I did using Dubsado, and there's a reason I plug it again, because it's free. You can set it up and try it out with your brother, your admin, your receptionist, your partner, a client, whatever, and then delete all of those people and then actually have something that's efficient and works for you before you have to pay for anything. But I stepped in and I actually built the system for them and everything was automated. So these people would fill out a form that included their sizes, the location, their emergency contact information, their names, their phone numbers, all of the information that this email back and forth would ask for. So this form would put them into the system. They would get a second form that had all of the details about their photo shoot. And then as soon as the photo shoot was done, they just had to upload the photos and then click a button and it would send the link and the password to all of those people. Nobody had to match anything. Nobody had to manually do anything except for push a button when the photos were ready. Hmm. They went from processing 150 people per year to 350 people in three months. So that right there was a massive impact on their business because they quite literally tripled their business numbers in three months because everything had been set up manually. That was an online service industry type of business. The other one is actually one of my favorite acupuncturists in the entire world, one of my very dear friends, Tiny Pins Acupuncture. I'm going to plug her. And um, <laughs> she's fantastic. She actually has a system where people can come in. The client can actually come in. They can check themselves in by using a QR code. So they can check in. They have a loyalty program automatically set up. They have a rescheduling program automatically set up. So at the end of your appointment, if you don't have time to stick around and reschedule, then she can actually push a button and send you an autoresponder that says, thank you so much for coming to visit. Let's reschedule your next session. And there's also a membership that you can do and purchase all that's automatic. She just sends out one button. That's all she does. Now, Ellie is not a tech person. In fact, the photographers were not tech people. And that's the important part is a lot of people go, oh, well, I have to be super tech suave to be able to do this. You don't. You have to be patient and you have to have your sticky notes and your post-it notes to be able to know where things need to be plugged in. And because she now has this system that is super efficient, Ellie is actually getting ready to hire a receptionist, which means that her receptionist is going to be able to step in and automatically pick up with very little leg time because the system is already in place and it's already intuitive. So the receptionist just has to figure out a couple of things. It'll take her maybe a day to really get the flow of how things work. And then it's off and running and she doesn't have to go through weeks and weeks and weeks of training and figuring out all of the logins and all of the systems and all the locations and all the places mm -hmm. and all the things. So the important part is that you actually understand it does take time to set it up correctly. It does take time to make sure 
you are what I call beta testing. So you actually want to test it. You actually want to make sure you don't have things that are missing or things are going out too quickly or that they're getting the wrong information. But the other thing is you want to actually sit down and write all of these emails that you constantly set out. You want to set one up that is very general where you can just change people's names or dates or whatever information is specific for that person. But the canned emails alone can save people huge amounts of time to be able to pull from that information. And when you have that system and you're able to be that efficient and you actually trust the evil AI, <laughs> that's how many, <laughs> Ellie calls it an evil AI. I'm like, what? It works because you don't have to do all of the things you used to have to do. That includes sending out your calendar to make sure you're doing follow-ups with these people or a little alert that says, hey, it's Jeremy's birthday. You should send him a card. So... That way you're able to actually keep up with your clients, keep up with your projects, keep up with treating them as humans and not just a dollar sign mm -hmm. is a really big thing. And it's a lot easier to do if you have a system in place, an efficient system. Because like I said, everybody has a system. It's just most people have a really shitty one and they think it's not a system. And I'm like, mm, well, it is. But the most important thing is actually taking the time to structure it the way that would be the most efficient for your business. And you can always expand on it, but having just those foundational pieces of canned emails and the onboarding process, whether you're a physical location or an online location, an onboarding process is huge because that is how not only people come in to the door, but stick around. Hmm. That's massive. And everything else can be manual after that if, if you don't want to take the time to make your entire system automated. I'm also going to interject really quick because a lot of people hear the word automated and immediately think that there is no human interaction. Mm. But It's targeted automation. It is. So when you're automated, automation is great, right? But there always needs to be some point. Well, not always. There almost always needs to be some point in the process where you the person are doing something. Mm -hmm. And that can be as little as pushing a button, you know, picking up the phone. Maybe there's a point in your checkup process where you call them and say, hey, just wanted to see how you're doing, how you're feeling, mm -hmm. how the website's working out for you, whatever the case is, yeah. right? Automation is there to help you do your job. Yes. It's not there to do your job for you. No, but that's a really good point. And I'm glad you said it that way because when I had it for my graphic design business, I would send out all of these forms, all of these proposals, the invoices, the calendar scheduler so that they, they could choose their own time. I didn't touch any of that. That was all automated. And when they would fill in one form, my system would trigger another form. So they would immediately be able to get the next information that they had to fill out. And I made it very clear that if this wasn't done, we would have to reschedule our meeting because this was all very important information for me to have to start working on their project. I didn't touch any of that. There were like probably 15 times that they were emailed or sent something or requested something that I didn't manually do. But then when I did step in 
And the second time that I would meet them, because I was always have a consultation at first and then I would automate everything after that. The second time that I would actually have a meeting with them and see them face to face, one of the things that every single person said was, holy cow, nothing fell through the cracks. I felt like you took care of me. Like I, I'm really confident going into this because you were just so efficient and things came right away. I wasn't bombarded by stuff. So I've never had anybody having negative experience when the system was set up correctly with this photographer, with my acupuncturist. I even have somebody that uses it as a program for their business. They do a very small program. It didn't need to have the big fancy software like Teachable. She just does a little program to help moms. And even that, the way that it's triggered through and it's very user led, meaning when that person fills in a form, a trigger sets off and it sends out the next form for them. But I didn't have to do all of that stuff. That's when things fall through the cracks. That's when things get forgotten because that's the checklist that you have, right? That you have to constantly wonder, oh my God, did I, did I send that invoice? And you have like $5,000 worth of bills that you have to pay and you're, oh my God, I didn't even send that invoice. I can't even tell you how many people I've had that conversation with that they forget to send the invoice, they forget to send a follow-up, they forgot to send the screenshots to get approval, they forgot to send a thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I didn't actually send my scheduler. That's why you haven't communicated with me in three weeks. So the manual part absolutely has to happen and the in-person part has to happen, but There's no reason for it to happen if you're able to automate all the other pieces. So automation is not a bad thing. It's not evil. The AI is not here to take over your world yet, but it's something that you should do. Everybody has a system. It's, is it a shitty system or is it a good system? That's the biggest thing. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how would they go about doing that? They can actually email me at amanda at nerdygirl.com solutions. There is no .com. There is no .net. It's called a vanity domain. So there is just nerdy girl at, sorry, Amanda at nerdy girl dot solutions. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marka. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Join us next week when we talk about the use of artificial intelligence in the world of bail bonds and what to do when your industry gets banned from advertising on Google. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson, mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.